Hi folks, before we start this week's episode, I wanted to ask for your support for Design Museum Everywhere. Just like this podcast, so much of what Design Museum Everywhere puts out in the world is free and accessible to everyone. We're all about bringing design impact everywhere, whether it's our virtual events, like our recent Design Museum Live on data visualization and COVID-19, or our We Design online exhibition featuring designers of color across every design field, or the hundreds of articles on design on our website and in our magazine, like one of my personal favorites, Design Thinking for Rocket Scientists. There's just so much Design Museum content to enjoy. It's all made possible by people like you whose financial support drives our ability to bring the transformative power of design everywhere. If you enjoy this podcast, I hope you'll consider making a year-end gift to support us. Your donation is tax deductible and means a lot to us. So visit designmuseumeverywhere.org and click on the link at the top of the page. Thanks, and now on to the show. Welcome to Design is Everywhere, the weekly podcast from the Design Museum. I'm your host, Sam Aquilano. I'm the founder and executive director of Design Museum Everywhere. On our show, we tackle a different element of design and explore how it impacts our everyday lives because design is everywhere, and so are we. This, however, is a special episode to wrap up 2020, which I think we can all agree was a very interesting year. We are doing a year in review at Design Museum Everywhere. Who we are, what we do, the voices behind our exhibitions, our events, our books, our magazine, and more. So this episode is a chance to introduce the team and talk about, man, everything that we did this year, because wow, it was a big year. When I started the Design Museum, I had this idea to show people the process and the people behind design. And I want it to be interactive and collaborative and real. Now we have this amazing team of nine full-time staff members and we're backed up by interns, apprentices, our board of directors, our council, and you all, our listeners and our supporters. You all help make Design Museum Everywhere a reality. So I'll be introducing our staff and chatting with them about the projects they've worked on in 2020, what they're excited about, and maybe we'll get into a bit of what we're excited about for 2021. So first up is our vice president, Liz Pollack. You probably will recognize her voice from earlier episodes of Design is Everywhere. Liz handles all kinds of things, including resource development, building partnerships, working closely with me as we work with the board and council. Liz, huge year. I'm getting dizzy thinking about it. So much change. What are you super proud of? What are you excited about from the year 2020? Yeah, I mean, there's so much. It it really is true. I think that the fact that we uh, launched Design Museum Everywhere this year was huge for us. And it just feels like we are more true to our mission than we ever have been before. You know, bringing the transformative power of design everywhere. Everywhere is right there in our mission. And now it's in our name. And that for me is just probably the biggest uh, achievement. Yeah, I mean, for people who don't know or just recently learned about us through this podcast. We, pre-COVID, were very focused in Boston, Massachusetts, and Portland, Oregon. But we had always talked about growing the museum and our reach and our audience to be global, worldwide. And we had an opportunity to do that. And like Liz said, got to change our name and change a lot of our approaches, which was exhilarating, <laughs> to say the yeah. least, I, I would say. 
Yeah. And, you know, it was in our strategic plan. And so when this, you know, challenge came about, we took it as an opportunity. And and I think now you can see the growth happened quickly in the sense that we now have members in 44 states and 18 countries, which is incredibly exciting. So yeah, we just had a member join from what, Bangladesh, Ireland, Israel, I mean, everywhere. And we're able to have people who are in in rural settings and in urban. And uh, I think it just really is true to, you know, making design accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else in terms of changes or growth over the last year? Well, I think, you know, in the same line of thought, we've also been able to grow our board and our council all over the country. And I think that's a perfect, you know, example for us of how uh, we're growing both our kind of inner core group, as well as our community at a broader scale. Mm -hmm. So that's been exciting as well to have new people on the team. Yeah. And they're amazing, an amazing group. Uh, Lucky to have them. And yeah, like it's all tied together. They're also based all over the country and hopefully soon all over the world. Real quick, anything in particular you're excited about uh, in the year ahead, 2021? It's a new year. It's a new chance. (laughs) Uh, So so many things. I think in general, just the continued growth and having new people join. It's so exciting to see all the different people who are participating and listening and uh, getting involved. And so I think the continuation of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's very exciting. Thank you. All right. Uh, Jennifer Jackson is next. Jennifer is our executive associate, which is one of my favorite job titles. I think if I could translate it, it means Jennifer does a little bit of everything, some highlights, uh, and this will really illustrate. So Jennifer works a lot on operations, finance. She's really managing our magazine. Um, It really is a little bit of everything. So Jennifer, you have a view into so many parts of the museum, but is there anything in particular from 2020 that you're proud of and you're thinking about? I am so proud of like every day. We made it. We did the year. (laughs) It's wrapping up. In 2020, we published our second book, which was a huge accomplishment to be working on a book publication during a pandemic. The book is Bespoke Bodies, the Design and Craft of Prosthetics, all based on our exhibition of the same name. You might have seen it up in Boston or Portland between 2017 and 2020. It's been a long time coming, this book. Yes. Yeah, this book. Whew. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It, uh, it features 45 different case studies from all types of people, kids, adults, designers, clinicians, amputees, folks born with limb difference, talking about their lives and like the ways that design plays a role. Yeah, I love this project, this book. I working with each individual and like building the relationships with them so that they're really sharing their own stories through the exhibition and the book is like extremely rewarding. And I, I think the book ends up really being a, a resource both for you know folks in the limb loss and limb difference communities, but also in the, the design world to folks who this is a way you can really make a difference and make impact. My other favorite part about this book is so many of the uh folks with limb loss and limb difference became designers themselves, right? They were like, I'm taking this into my to my own life and I'm going to create something. Uh, there's so many stories like that. So yeah, I'm excited as well about the book. It's a, it's a huge accomplishment to publish a book and we're self-publishing. Think of all of the work that goes into writing, editing, you know, we'll get to Sophia <laughs> with the design, um, you know, we're working with the Library of Congress, getting the ISBN numbers, and then getting the word out about it. 
And we have an exciting partnership that we should talk about, right, Jennifer? Yes, definitely. So during the pre-sale, which ends January 31st, 2021, we are donating $5 from every book to the Amputee Coalition. And if you haven't heard of the Amputee Coalition, they are the national leading nonprofit doing peer support uh, advocacy work for folks with limb loss and limb difference. And we're so proud to be partnered with them. One of the members of their board of directors actually wrote the foreword to the book, John Register. So happy to have them involved um, and so excited to be giving back to an organization that does so much. Yeah, absolutely. They've been a great partner. How can people pre-order the book? You can check out the book at bespokebodies.org and you can pre-order. And then that's also the same website if you're listening to this after January you can still buy your book there. Nice. Love it. So I could ask you about another million things that you did and that we worked on in 2020, but anything else in particular you wanted to highlight from the year? Yes. We grew our team, which is so exciting. I think when I started at the museum, we were a team of five people. And we're now double that pretty much, which feels huge. And I think speaks to everything that we're doing We know what we want to do. We know we're like so much more true to our mission being design museum everywhere. Um, So I'm so happy that we have a more Maria and journey on the team making it all happen. Yeah, absolutely. And y'all are going to meet all of them. How about Jennifer 2021? What are you looking forward to from the museum? It's a great question. I think I'm most excited. Again, don't want to take away Sophia's thunder. I'm really excited (laughs) to see where the magazine goes in 2021. Mm. Mm-hmm. From a geeky, like, back-end side, super psyched about the systems that we're building to really, like, make the magazine shine, um, but also really excited for you all to read the content that will be in the magazine. We've got topics from design and policing to education, climate change, and business, so it's yeah, going mean, to be a busy year. What else is there? That's everything. Yeah, I mean, still talking <laughs> about all the things that are so relevant. So become a member if you're not already. It's a good magazine. Thanks, Jennifer. That's awesome. Gosh, and you'll recognize this voice as well from a past episode uh, on curriculum design. Uh, so next up, I want to bring in Diana Navarrete-Rakakis. She is our Director of Learning and Interpretation. For our listeners, we had a number of in-person you know, youth education programs uh, happening. And I'll, I'll jump in and just say I'm so proud of everything Diana did to translate those and convert those to virtual. But without taking any more of your thunder... Diana, what are you excited about from the year behind us? I feel like we had one really strong, awesome program with our neighborhood design project, which was our in-person project that we had to um, cancel for the year because we couldn't meet in person. Uh, But from that, somehow, all of the time that it would have taken to do that in-person project, we had enough time to do like three to five (laughs) other education (laughs) projects at the same time. Uh, So we were able to launch quite a few things. And, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the first things we thought about was, you know, students are home all day. Mm -hmm. A lot of parents are parenting and teaching at the same time. So is there anything that we can do to create you know, resources for them. And so we launched Design Together, which is exactly that. It's resources, design activities for adults to do with their students, children. Uh, Also, if you're an older student, so somewhere in like the high school range, you could take it totally on your own Mm -hmm. and do it that way. It doesn't necessarily have to be parent-led. And actually, 
that's something that we're I'm really excited about. I'm just going to skip ahead. Yeah, I'm really excited Please about the 2021 <laughs> is that we're reformatting our design together so that way they are um, self-led by students. And we're looking especially at younger ages. So even now we're realizing, yeah, maybe parents were able to make the time at the beginning when everyone was super flexible and all of that. But now that everyone's pretty much used, quote unquote, used to working at home and things are full speed ahead. People don't really have time anymore, <laughs> but students definitely still need the enrichment. And so we're creating ways for students to to talk that way and learn design on their own, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. And very smart on your part to sort of be like, we still want to, and we talk more about converting that neighborhood design project into a virtual, but to have those resources available for parents and teachers and kids, I think was huge. And those are, those are still up on the website and anyone can go check them out and, and do them, like Deanna said. Uh, let's talk about neighborhood design project and how we had to yeah. basically transform <laughs> that into a virtual program. How did that all yes. go down? So um, everything shut down. No one knew when things were going to open up again. So we didn't want to kind of put in all of this, put in all of the effort to making neighborhood design project a shortened version of itself mm-hmm. um, for the X number of weeks that we maybe could have scrambled together once everything shut down. So instead, we took the time to create a summer version of that project. So still working with teens from Cambridge and Massachusetts, still working with the Office of Workforce Development and Cambridge Youth Programs um, here with the city of Cambridge. And we created a virtual summer program where the students still, you know, all the same tenants, they're still finding something in their community that they want to change and they're going to use design to do it. We're going to teach them all about design. So no previous design experience needed. And the best part is, of course, they're getting paid, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, We were really excited about that. We're able to put them into two teams of students and they wanted, they, of course, I think naturally cared about the environment. They they realized that was the only place that they were going to get to spend time together safely was outside, very far apart from each other. Mm. And so they designed ways to make all of their public green spaces cleaner so that way they can actually be outside as teenagers and be free, like not have to pay money to be anywhere and still uh, hang out with each other, which is really cool. That's so great. And I love what you and, and the team did around like collaboration tools uh, you know, not only being on like video conferences, but also having like bulletin board, virtual bulletin boards and how everyone kind of like jumped in. It felt very dynamic. And, and again, for students who were like at home alone, <laughs> um, used to being surrounded by their peers, I thought that was a really great like community building uh, activity and approach. So that was super cool. Yeah, it was great. I mean, one of the students said that they were um, they could consider the program almost interesting. And I was like, nailed it. That's that's like, the best <laughs> praise. Like, that basically means it was the best that coming from a yeah, team. Yeah, they, translate. they were laughing. Yeah, they were laughing the whole time. Yeah. They didn't want to give it to us because yeah. we, were, we were too excited for it. Yeah, so yeah. They, just, we, they tamped we, it down. Give us something. That's amazing. <laughs> Anything else from the year? Again, you, you also did so much in 2020. It's hard to. But is there anything else you want to highlight uh, from a very busy year? Yeah, I mean, I think on, you know, this is a lot of the education side, I think on the on the exhibition side of the stuff that we're doing, um, you know, everything shut down and we had to, we're thinking about ways, and this is my some of my favorite things to do in museums is figure out how do you bring all of the wonderful content of a museum to people where they are, mm-hmm. physically, virtually, all of that stuff. So we did a lot of work virtually, which was great. Um, and I know Journey is going to talk a little bit more about that later. But in terms of like a physical way to bring the exhibition we design home with you, we uh, developed and kind of 
perfected, I'll say it, uh, a deck <laughs> of exhibition conversation cards. So these are cards that will take you through the content of the exhibition, teach you about some really phenomenal designers, um, and also teach you about design generally. So they'll teach you all about these really incredible designers uh, from all these different design fields, as well as walk you through some activities and a lot of introspective questions to kind of figure out kind of where you land when it comes to conversations about diversity, equity, and inclusion in design. It's really wonderful. And they're tiny and they look great. I know. You can literally <laughs> lay out the entire exhibition like on your table at home, which I think is so cool and such an interesting approach to exhibitions, like you said, at a time when we can't, you know, do physical exhibitions. And so um, is it safe to say that's one of your exciting things you're looking forward to in 2021, getting those out into the world? Yes, for sure. I can't wait to get them awesome. out and just watch people use them and yeah. it'll be great. It's going to be a blast. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. Now to hear from one of our newer staff members, Journey Harris. She came on as our We Design program coordinator and got right to work uh, so hello, Journey. Welcome to the team. And also, what are you excited about from 2020? Hi, Sam. So for 2020, it was really nice being thrown into the team like this. <laughs> um, I love the fact that I was able to pick up where everybody left off. Um, and I was so welcome to the team. And I think that's something that our museum brings to listeners, to viewers, to anybody who comes across the museum. So it's been really cool to experience um, the values of our museum from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really excited to continue doing that with We Design. Um, yeah, so as a program coordinator, I work with the online exhibition. That's been something I've been focusing on a lot lately. And I've learned so much about designers. Um, I'll let you in on something. I wasn't sure how working at the design museum was going to be because my background is not in design. Mm. And I think there was a slight fear, like <laughs> what if this is like a pretentious environment? And it's absolutely not. All of our designers are so friendly. They're so easy to work with and it makes it so much fun to share their stories on the online exhibition. Absolutely. Can you paint a picture for someone who maybe hasn't gone to the online exhibition yet? Like what are they gonna see like when they go to the website? That's a great question. So first thing you're going to see, well, you're gonna be welcomed by facts and by figures. Um, a big part of this, this exhibition is um, sharing honesty, uh, sharing the truth about what is happening in the field of design currently. After you see the facts and figures, you'll be introduced to the design fields. And under each design field is a group of designers. They span from fashion designers to engineers to people who work in the medical industry. And you get a chance to select on each of their stories and learn a little bit about themselves. One thing I love about the exhibition is that we are not telling their stories, they are telling their own stories. So outside of a bio that is summarizing what they do, where they work and how they move, you get to see you get to read their own quotes where they talk about their I stories. The yeah, they get to talk about their um, their childhood interests and how that played a role into them becoming architects or them becoming uh, fashion designers. So yeah, that's the exhibition. And there's resources at the bottom of each page so you can learn more about each designer. And I love that because we always want to be resourceful um, because it's not just about us in our museum, but it's about what people can take away from experiencing our exhibition. Absolutely. 
Oh yeah. Thank you. For, thank you for that little digital tour. I love yeah, that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and I want to thank this. The listeners can't see, but I can see my whole team right now. I know everyone touched that online exhibition at one point or another. It was a huge push because we were touring. We designed as a physical exhibition. Right. And of course, with, with COVID, there's a big effort to bring it online. And so um, we're really proud and I'm really grateful to the team for all that, um, that big work. Yeah, a lot of hands went into this online exhibition, and I'm really excited that we're even looking to the future on how we can make it even better, more interactive. We want to bring that same museum experience into an online experience because COVID can pause us, but they can't stop us. So That's right. Yeah, so 2021, let's look forward to some new interesting. Well, we're always adding new designers, which is a lot of fun. And then, yeah, I'm excited for like you're saying, Journey, what we can do to um, amplify the exhibition and enhance it. Sophia. <laughs> Sophia is another one who has literally touched every single project. Sophia Richardson is our graphic designer. And at a design museum, everything is graphic designed. Um, so, um, <laughs> Sophia, it's, it's funny to even ask, but where are you, what were you excited about? <laughs> what of the million projects you did in 2020 um, is a highlight from the year behind us? Yeah, it's been a uh, wild year, especially since I started in January and then everything oh my changed gosh. so immediately. <laughs> it's been like, it feels like it's been a fever dream and like a sprint. But yeah, there's a lot and to be- And also 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I've only been here for a year. It feels like I've, yeah, I was like born and raised in the design museum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there are a lot of, I'm so proud of like so much stuff that I've worked on, but far and away, I would say my- passion project maybe is the magazine which also was maybe one of the first big projects that I worked on because the kickstarter wrapped up like right as I was ramping up and it was getting published when we were kind of in lockdown when things were really uncertain and it was a really great project to dive into when I got to the museum part of my goal was to make sure that we were establishing ourselves as a design authority not just in the content mm -hmm. we were producing but in how we were treating and displaying that content and a project that was basically like can you make the best version of this thing that already exists <laughs> is so good for that and so I went in and was like what are the problems how can we fix them how can we like bring joy into people's homes especially when we're in such a weird place totally. right now and I think it's been really successful and with of course like you know Jennifer and I I feel like are like the wonder twins with the magazine like <laughs> making the magazine happen yeah we're both just like i have a lot of like shower thoughts about how to make the magazine better but we're both like really <laughs> committed to you know trying to make the best version of this thing and just the amount of kind of like custom elements and things that we weren't able to do before that i think really bring totally the magazine to its higher form i'm i feel yeah, really proud I mean, of the it. richness yeah you should the richness of the graphics and the illustrations and like the data visualizations, like all of that really brings the content to life. And it's it's visual, it's design. So that's something that um, you brought that has totally changed the game. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, to me, the magazine, since we don't have a building, has always been that thing that you can like hold and be like, I'm holding the design museum in my hands. And I think that's, um, you know, between the, the Kickstarter and then the work that you and Jennifer have done, you have elevated it to like, yes, I am hold, literally, <laughs> this is like the ethos of the design museum. Um, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. One thing I do want to mention is uh, big ups to every graphic design intern we've had <laughs> <Yes>. this year <laughs> who has been so fundamentally important to 
the look and feel of the magazine. But like you were saying about magazines being kind of a way to directly talk to our audience, like magazines are also such a design institution. And so, you know, I'm collecting our magazines. I hope that other people are. And it's a really cool way to kind of like be in people's homes and, you know, just be a part of their lives. Totally. Yeah, it's there sitting on the coffee table. Yeah. And uh, man, like Jennifer said, I'm so excited for what's to come and the different topics. And um, yeah, so much good stuff to come for the magazine. But what are you excited about for 2021? Yeah, not to kind of further enforce that Jennifer and I share one mind, but <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about where we can take the magazine. I feel like we've set up these really great rules and systems. And I think the next step is like, okay, like how can we break those? And how can we do some more interesting and innovative things? And sort of on par with that, uh, how can we kind of apply that to the rest of the stuff that we're producing at Design Museum? How do we set up systems for uh, the content that we produce? And then how do we push those to be even more innovative and interesting and engaging for our audience? Yeah, yeah so. totally. I love it. Good stuff. Yeah, lots to look forward to. Okay, wow. So we've talked about publications. We've talked about virtual exhibitions. After a quick break, uh, we'll start back with Ryan and we'll talk about some physical exhibitions, the podcast, and more. Thanks. If you like this podcast, then you will love Design Museum Everywhere. It's a museum that comes to you wherever you are. That's right. Design Museum Everywhere is all about making design education and inspiration accessible to everyone. Become a member today and join a global community of design thought leaders and change makers. Everyone can be a designer. We can all appreciate and advocate for the transformational impact that design can have. Membership starts at just $3 a month and you get access to virtual Design Museum live events, discounts, and our Design Museum magazine sent right to your doorstep. Just go to designmuseumeverywhere.org to join today, and your name will be listed in our next issue of Design Museum magazine, which will be sent to Design Museum members all over the world. That's designmuseumeverywhere.org to be part of this global community. Okay, we're back. And we're joined by the team again. It's so good to see you all here. Uh, I want to chat next with Ryan Flom, who you all have heard me talk about on the podcast. But I want to use the time machine and go back to the pre-COVID times before we had the podcast. So, Ryan, before this all happened, what was exciting and what are you proud of from 2020? Yeah, you know, I came in in a really exciting time when I started. We were getting ready to make the redesign exhibition in Boston. So it was a super exciting time, very busy time, but oh, yes. very rewarding very quickly where I got to see from, you know, the entire process of going to build the exhibition and being there for that. And then the incredible kind of high and reward of when we got to open that up. It was pretty cool. And that was, that was a great, you know, first like, couple months honestly so that was great mm -hmm. um and then taking it right from there and going straight into making it to, and portland as well so taking every lesson we learned and immediately going into how can we improve it how can we get ready for portland and then flying out there and getting to see it again and see how we can just keep moving forward with all that so it's a great opening kind of crash course i like to think before the right before covid i got the kind of crash course and like seeing all of the cool stuff uh going on and everything so we're like welcome to design museum design this exhibition and build it <laughs> it was a good challenge it was a fun challenge yeah. it was a great um great to see everything where it was at yeah for our listeners who 
have never seen one of our physical exhibitions. Can you give us, similar to how Journey did a little digital tour, what did the We Design exhibition look like? I know it's in storage, but when you walked in, like, what did you see from We Design? Yeah, what we really, you know, um, focused on is bringing it to as many different spaces as we could. So this was our exhibition that can continue to go on and be updated and changed. But what we want to really focus on is the stories. We want to focus on, you know, talking about facts. We have some panels and everything discussing the facts and figures all on these modules that can be moved into different spaces and really kind of unique ways. And we found ways to adapt to each space that we're in, um, mm -hmm. which is always kind of a fun challenge. Um, yeah, didn't you do, around. I mean, you did a big space first at yep. um, the bowling building in Roxbury and then a tiny <laughs> little storefront space in Somerville. So that's kind of cool to like scale it, right? Yeah, it was really fun to see how we can make it so that we're keeping the stories honest and talking about these things. But also it makes the story, it makes it all more interesting when it adapts to the building and we bring it into these different spaces where someone is familiar with and we bring in ourselves as well. Um, but still focusing a lot on the people and the stories that mm -hmm. are there and then yeah. discussing also learning about the career fields as well and what mm -hmm. different types of design fields there are and how you can be a designer and having those resources if you wanted to be a designer as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing that I know you worked on a lot uh, during COVID here is actually kind of transforming that exhibition into like an exhibition kit that our partners can actually use and like bring to even more places. Can you talk to our listeners about what is an exhibition kit? It came of how do we bring this to something that can, you know, pack down to like a flat pack where it, just mm -hmm. a large suitcase, essentially large suitcases, but still um, so that we can bring that same kind of idea of a modular exhibit anywhere we want to bring it. Um, it's a smaller form, obviously, but mm -hmm. I think it holds a lot of the same power in terms of explaining the stories and bringing everything along with it. You know, where there's videos, there's still interactive elements, even in a smaller space, which is, yeah, I think, really yeah. rewarding because that's our whole thing is to be as, in any kind of place that we want to and address people where they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who knows? That could be the future for us. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. So then <laughs> COVID happens and we have this idea. We're going to start a podcast. And Ryan, being the great design producer and problem solver that he is, is like, I'll figure it out. Let's do it. So um, we'll talk to Amor in a little bit who recently joined the team to write for and produce the podcast. But what has been some fun that you've had uh, working on the podcast in this this new world we're living in? I think, um, you know, it was there really wasn't a question. I don't remember how it came up that we wanted to start a podcast, <laughs> but it just felt like one of those like natural things that we should be doing and talking about where it's like, that just makes sense. Like there's such cool people that we can find. And mm -hmm. um, what's been impressive is a lot of them have already been in our network of people that we mm. sort of knew and right. listening to those stories again and finding those people and really getting them to connect. But we keep finding kind of weird roads that we know someone adjacent to and the people we get on. And what's interesting is there's stories that are so obvious and so impactful and like people that you would just really want to hear from and then there are stories as well that you just don't really think about and you never think about until those conversations. Right. But once you have that and once you listen, um, it's super interesting. And I enjoy being on the recordings for those and listening to uh, all of these yeah. great guests. Yeah. And thank you for everything you did to get this show up and running. I know Amor appreciates it as well. <laughs> awesome. 
how about one last thing for Ryan? Anything you're excited about for 2021? Uh, you know what? I think it's the same sort of thing. I, it's been a thread that we've had throughout this entire kind of like pandemic and everything is that um, we are finding a really great ways of adapting what we've already had in our content and bringing it into different mediums. So whether that's bringing mm-hmm. redesign online, but then while we're doing that, we're also not just sticking with just adapting. We are improving and continually figuring out how we can bring our content and bring these ideas in new mm-hmm. form and improve on them. So what you're seeing on our WeDesign online is not just a direct copy of what we have right. on the exhibition because we're continually trying to figure out how to tell those stories better. And then what's really exciting for me, honestly, is that we're taking the next step and all of these learnings and updating WeDesign again so we're mm-hmm. ready for the next physical exhibition and we can build that. Oh, I can't um, wait for that. Yeah, which as we really, call really it, cool we design 2.0. Love it. Yeah, and um, I'm super excited on that. We're still really early in the process, but already it's kind of one of those exciting things. And I think we're planning on that with a couple of other exhibitions and how we can bring them into physical space once that's safe again. Can't wait. Awesome. Thank you. All right, two more of the team to go. Our t- probably our two newest employees. Yes, that's correct. Our two newest employees. Let's start with. Amore. Amore Yates is our brand new writer and producer for Designs Everywhere podcast. So Amore, how long have you been with us? I think it was a month yesterday. Oh man, a month just flies right by. Um, You're doing great work already. So I know all of us are really grateful and excited to have you on the team. What are you excited about from the past month? And we'll start there. It's It's been a wild month. It's been such a masterclass of learning how to produce virtually, remotely, and learning how to be there for guests in a different capacity, and really exciting to write and discover new stories related to design. I'm excited to kind of nosedive further. It's been quite a cool way of engaging with lots of different designers and problem solvers and thinking about design. And similarly to Journey, um, I don't have a design background. So it's been really cool to think about all the ways that design affects my life. Mm. Yeah, it's so funny that you mentioned that. And you both, you and Journey mentioned that. And sometimes people ask me like, how does the design museum make design like so accessible to people? And I think part of it is both your answer of like, we're not just a bunch of designers, you know, sitting here, you know, in our ivory tower talking about design, like we're also a you know, mix of different backgrounds and fields and um, certainly all impacted by design. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's been, I, I think now that we've done, I've done a few recordings and watching them happen, there, there are so many stories that you don't think about um, behind the things that we use. Yeah. Um, we had an episode recently that is about buildings and how there are uh, sustainable materials involved in creating our buildings. And that's something I didn't think about of like a building being unhealthy to right. make, unhealthy for the environment, unhealthy for the people who make them. And it has me questioning all the ways that I see our world. And I think that that's the cool thing when you discover things that make you curious mm-hmm. again. Yeah, totally. I'm, I love these episodes so much. They're fun to do. They're fun to listen to. How about 2021? What are you excited about? I'm excited about uh, trying to do more creative storytelling elements to the podcast. I think that there are really uh, amazing stories out there. So I want to find the the weirdest, craziest, funniest ones to kind of bring to life. 
Um, I'm excited to learn more, uh, learn how to uh, really capture the essence of what people are doing with design. And I think the podcast itself really is kind of the heartbeat of the show or the heartbeat of the design museum mm. and really showcase all the things that we do and all the team, mm. what the team does. Um, yeah. So it's been really cool to learn from everybody. Yeah, it's cool to do it every week, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, like you said, it's the heartbeat, it's the pulse because it, it happens pretty regularly just like your heart's beating um yeah super excited to have you on the team and uh yeah excited for all of our upcoming episodes in 2021 we've got some really good ones planned okay last but certainly not least also new to the team maria is our new marketing director and she is already amplifying our messaging and communications across so many platforms also kind of dizzying to see all of maria's work uh and impacting I think it's been three months, Maria. Is that right? Almost three months. Almost three I months. I started in September. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Starting, starting a new job in the middle of a pandemic. No big deal. <laughs> um, also, same to you as to Amor and Journey of just thank you for jumping in with both feet and you've, you've done so much already. Um, looking back at those three months, what, what excites you about 2020? I mean, I'm honestly just really excited to be working here with you all and doing meaningful work. Um, and as a kind of marketing and communications person and as a non-designer, like a Morin journey, it's such a gift to be able to work with actual designers in a nonprofit <laughs> and be able to kind of translate our communications in such a beautiful way. Um, so just having kind of access to Sophia yeah, I was gonna say, and Jennifer. You and you Sophia. Know, it's, like, <laughs> it's just exciting. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly just compliment. Like every time I put something in a kind of task management tool, I have to be like, it's so beautiful because <laughs> it is. <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah, and I mean, I'm really excited about all the press we've gotten, um, you know, kind of this year mm-hmm. and more recently, um, particularly for uh, the We Design exhibition. Um, you know, that was, we've done a number of feature stories on it. It was also, you know, recently named a finalist for a Best of Year Award uh, from Interior Design in um, the Greater Good Design Unity category. Uh, you know, that exhibition was one of the main reasons I wanted to work here. And so I think like as an exhibition that's about representation, about storytelling, the more visibility we can get, just the greater impact it has in the field. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been so exciting. I've said this throughout the 11 years of Design Museum, but we have, you know, I know I'm biased. We have amazing programming, amazing content, but if no one hears about it, right, it's, what do we do? And so it has been, and I know it's it's partially, um, you're coming on and, and messaging. I think partially it's like what circling all the way back to what Liz said about becoming design museum everywhere and having that broader reach of like, we're just getting more attention and visibility. And as someone who started this <laughs> from his living room, uh, it's amazing to, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up the best of year award finalists because that just the recognition it means a lot, right? We work so hard. Yeah. Everyone on this on this episode works so hard. It's nice to get that press and that recognition. It's pretty cool. How about the year ahead, 2021? What are you excited about? I mean, so many things. I mean, I'm really excited about the digital initiatives we're working on, including updating our website. 
you know, I mean, I think just the goal of thinking about improving the ways in which like we communicate with our design community, um, as well as ways in which we can kind of better facilitate um, connection within that community. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot of different options to explore there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's ex extremely exciting. That's everybody. So listeners, you just learned, <laughs> heard from all of the Design Museum employees. We have an incredible team. As a manager, as executive director, I am just so lucky to have this amazing group of people around me, supporting me, pushing me. So for you all, I'm so grateful and appreciative and excited to have you all on future episodes as well. So thanks. I also want to thank our amazing interns and apprentices who worked with us in 2020. Amanda Martinez, Sarah Magelio, Daphne Moscafidis, Josh Carey, McKenna Parks, Mimi Schauf, Mina Tang, Mary Wojnar, Adeze Diko, Thais Giacomasi, Sabat Karim, Shabrina Laksmana, Mary Goldstein, Deliza Jimenez, Joni Young, Steph Harbin, Ganesha Sharma, David Green, Maria Nagpal, Mary Martin, and Rachel Wee. Thanks also to our grantors, our donors, our sponsors, our board and council. There are so many people in our community that make Design Museum Everywhere possible and made Design Museum Everywhere possible in 2020. So we're thinking about you all and super grateful. If you wanna to come together and join us for a board meeting that is open to the public, I highly recommend we all gather on January 26th at 12 noon Eastern for our annual meeting. This is a great meeting to kind of see what's going on with Design Museum, get a look at what's going on from a financial perspective, from an operations perspective. It's a board meeting, uh, but we also give a look at the year ahead. So you'll get a real look at 2021. So it's exciting. So check out our website and you'll see the information for the annual meeting. That's our show. I want to again, thank the Design Museum Everywhere team for joining us and thank you all for listening. We'll post links to their work and some of the other resources we discussed today on our episode page. Check out designmuseumeverywhere.org and click on podcast. While you're there, Jennifer mentioned it, please pre-order our new book, Bespoke Bodies, The Design and Craft of Prosthetics. If you're interested in design, healthcare, technology, really the human stories behind design, I highly recommend this book. It has stories of people living with limb loss and limb difference who work with designers or even design their own prosthetic devices. It's so cool. And like I said before, working with this community was just a true joy and I'm extremely proud of this book and I know you'll enjoy it. Uh, keep in mind and remember that $5 of every book sold during the pre-sale goes to the Amputee Coalition. So we're excited to support them. Be sure to check it out on our website. And now that we're approaching the end of the year, we are literally at the end of the year. I hope everyone listening will consider making a tax deductible donation to support this podcast and support Design Museum Everywhere. Your financial support literally means the world to us and makes everything we're doing possible. Everything you heard on this episode is made possible by your support. So help us bring the transformative power of design everywhere by making a year-end donation. Visit our website, designmuseumeverywhere.org and click on the link at the top of the page. You can always find the latest from the Design Museum on social media. On Twitter, we're at design underscore museum. And on Instagram, we're at design museum everywhere. We're also on LinkedIn and Facebook. And we have an awesome weekly email newsletter as well. You can sign up for that on our website. Always has what's happening, what the latest is from the Design Museum. 
This episode was written, produced, and edited by Amor Yates, along with our producer, Ryan Flom. Our theme music is Orange Sunset by One Wave. I'm Sam Aquilano. This was Design is Everywhere. Thank you all for joining us.